Welcome once again here with I Am Her. I am Jacqueline Feliciano. I am Brittany Rodriguez. And um, we are so happy that you are all following us, listening to us. We're yes. super happy to hear so much feedback. Amazing feedback. Yes, <laughs> I, it, 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 it makes me feel good when I hear awesome comments of everyone mm -hmm. telling us how an awesome job we're doing. and Our personal messages. Yes, and, and like... When is part two coming or mm -hmm. when are you going to do this topic? And mm -hmm. so it's really exciting to hear everyone. And I'm extremely happy and grateful because a few of our podcasts um, has really touched many people's yes. hearts and lives. And things of our um, personal life stories have yeah. touched their hearts mm -hmm. and they see that. God is trying to do something in their lives, yes. and God is using us. Us to do that. Yeah. So or to bless them. Yeah, to bless yeah, them. You I've know? gotten, I've gotten uh, text messages or, like, DMs from, like, friends of, or, like, old colleagues of mine and friends and just um, encouraging messages about, like, oh, my God, the, this, this yes. episode blessed me or it touched yes. me or keep going. I can't wait to hear yes. episode three, four, and just can't wait to hear more episodes, and I'm, you know what we what we thought was going to be something okay let's try it out mm -hmm. let's see how it goes it has been turning out to be yes. um a success thus far so i am i'm very excited yes yes i'm i'm excited, I'm excited <laughs> for what god is doing with us and yes. what he's going to continue to do with us and through this podcast amen so I, again once again i want to say thank you to everyone thank you yes to all of our followers um it's it, you guys have truly been a blessing for us truly truly a true blessing yes it, it's amazing to um to know that what started off as an idea yes is idea. is becoming um is blessing other women because it blesses us when we get into the topic and we actually yes. begin to to reflect on things mm -hmm. and speak about things it's actually us being open yes and <laughs> you know kind of like a therapy session it opening is. up about certain things that we normally wouldn't uh, about. speak about, yes. yeah, or talk about. So to know that there's so many other people being ministered and and edified, um, or just feeling like they relate yes. to what we speak about mm -hmm. is truly um, amazing, and it's one of the best parts <laughs> of actually getting to do this is to hear. Yes. encouraging feedback so of course. we are on episode five yes we've made it to episode five yes. and this episode we are going to be speaking on identity mm, very interesting very interesting topic <laughs> i i really like this because i can relate to it i um mm. relate to losing my identity because yes. we hear all the time finding your identity mm -hmm. in Christ finding your identity in Christ that's all great yes, yes. we mm -hmm. we are members of the body of Christ that's a hundred percent true but Correct. how about finding yourself knowing yourself and loving yourself and mm -hmm. your identity you mm -hmm. see we live in such a world right now that there's an identity crisis there's like people wanting to change their in their their gender yes to be somebody yeah. else because that's who they feel or that's what they feel like, mm -hmm. you know. And so we live in, in a world that has such identity crisis that when we speak about identity, yes. I can relate to it. And in, in a way that to me, it's one of my testimonies. It's something mm -hmm. that might shock people. Oh my God, yeah. I didn't know you felt that way or you thought yeah. that way or that you lost yourself for a moment. But mm -hmm. the reality is we all come 
into a point of our lives where yes. we, we lose ourselves. Yeah. I, I mean, I've experienced it. So, yeah. you know, just, just so you know, you're not the only yeah. one on that boat. For I think sure. many of many our listeners are probably going to really, truly relate to this. And mm-hmm. a, we all have an identity in Christ. Yeah, we do. And that first and honest truth identity that we have is that we are a child of god a child of god and mm-hmm. that is never going to change <laughs> chosen generation yes and that doesn't change but in this world that we live in we sometimes tend to lose who we who we are yeah as a person mm-hmm. as a as a wife as a mother as a woman yeah. you lose yourself so identity is the fact of being who and what a person or thing is mm. And um, it's one of my favorite topics to discuss because I actually, like I said, I have a testimony on this. And yeah. it's it's something I've opened up about before. Mm-hmm. But I think that for a lot of our listeners and, um, you know, new followers, this is going to be like, you know, might be shocking or uh, might be a new thing to them. So um, I'm 28 years old. <laughs> I'm 28 years old. I am American. So I was born and raised here in America. Mm-hmm. My parents were born and raised in America. My mom was born on a on a military base in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. So she's pura Americana. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and then my father was born and raised in Chicago. So yeah. my family is American. However, from both mom and dad's side, yeah. their parents are Puerto Rican, born mm-hmm. and raised on the on the island. Yeah. So, um, n- you know, naturally, I-, I am American Hispanic. That's I'm yeah. American first, Hispanic second. And when I was about, I want to say 8 to 11 years old, I went to a predominantly Haitian black American school, <laughs> you know, because when you live yeah. in like that's the North Miami area. Yeah. So shout out to anybody who lives in North Miami, hey. <laughs> Haitian black American school. And my elementary school went from K through sixth grade. Mm-hmm. And I, I started that school at uh, in my third grade year. And I would get picked on a lot because my skin color, I was much lighter and my hair was more, um, you know, it was, it was, it's always been curly. I've always had curly hair. Mm-hmm. Um, probably people can't tell anymore because I straighten my hair a little too much. But <laughs> <laughs> it used to be very nice and curly, you yeah. know, and wavy or whatnot. But my hair complexion or the texture of my hair mm-hmm. wasn't like theirs. My skin complexion was a lot lighter than, than theirs. So I got made fun of a lot. Like, being the white girl like mm. that used to be a thing like oh you're a white girl white girl white yeah. girl mm-hmm. and that would really rub me the wrong way yeah i, I mean i i can <laughs> relate okay because the same applies to me right? because i went to also a predominantly black african-american school mm-hmm. haitian americans and it was not easy mm-hmm. you know and being a hispanic latina you know i used to get picked on too like mm-hmm. there were times where girls would come walk me black african-american girls mm-hmm. bump into me yeah. bump shoulders and i'm like or, or they'll call you mexican it's like the yeah. only spanish um culture that they know is mexican, mexican. <laughs> <laughs> <Or> selena <laughs> I, hate, I really really hated the comparison sometimes yeah. i just wanted people to know me for me yeah um but that negative uh i guess comments of like my skin complexion, I'm lighter and this and that mm-hmm. sort of made me feel like, okay, well, if they don't like who I am, then I'm going to become who they, what they like me to become. Yeah. And, um, so I sort of just like started trying to talk like them, started trying to act mm-hmm. like them. And so after my sixth grade year, I then went to a real middle school. Cause normally middle school here in the United States, it's six, seven and eighth grade. Mm-hmm. 
But because my elementary school went to sixth grade, I started new middle school at in, in seventh grade. So I lost myself in that because mm. I wasn't being my true self. I wasn't mm-hmm. even liking my true self, my true identity, that I was yeah. a uh, an American um, a Hispanic girl with curly hair and that my complexion, you know, being uh, fair tan skin was, you know, beautiful in its, in its own unique way. Mm-hmm. I wasn't liking that. I was like trying to abolish everything that I was to become something that I wasn't. And so my seventh grade year, I basically created this new identity for myself. Mm. I would introduce myself to people and they would, first thing is like, where are you from? So I would be like, oh, my mom's, you know, my mom's Hispanic, my mom's white, and and my dad is black. Mm. So that I can get, you know, why I got my skin complexion, yeah. you know, the mixed race, you know, tan skin <laughs> or whatever. Um, and, and it's a true story. I mean, people might laugh at this. Some people (laughs) might be shocked at this, but this is, I really went through this. I really tried to change who I was so far into the fact of changing my last name. My maiden name is, uh, Romero. Yeah. And I would tell people that it was Romeo. Like, I don't know how I got away with telling people that the last R in Romero was silent and that. There's no such thing as a silent R. I don't know how I got away with that. But that's to tell you that people, kids are like naive. I wouldn't tell this to my teachers, obviously. They (laughs) knew the real deal. But to my peers, to my friends, to my colleagues, I wanted to be somebody else, Mm. to fit in. Um, I would talk like them. I would try to dress like them. I would try to do my hair like them. Mm -hmm. I really, really went out of my way to be just like Like them. Mm. And a lot of them came from broken homes. Yeah. Some of them had no daddy figure at all. It was just mom was their everything. Yeah. And so sometimes I, you know, would create false, you know, yeah, you know, my dad's barely there, this and that to fit in, to actually really, for them to feel like you can relate to them. Feel like you relate to them. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, honestly, I, I, I kind of like understand where you're coming from because there was a time in my life where, Mm I kind of like did the same thing. Yeah. Um, I kind of would just say, "Oh, my mom is Puerto Rican and my dad is half Puerto Rican, half black." Mm-hmm. Like because, but I could get away with it because mm-hmm. my dad's complexion was mm-hmm. kind of dark. Yeah, a little darker. You mine know, as well. yeah. and a lot of people tend to forget that just because you're Hispanic doesn't mean you're gonna be light skin, blue eyes, blonde yeah. looking hair. No. Hispanic, Latin men and women are of all shape, size, and colors. colors. Yeah, there's so, Afro Latinos and Yes. And whatnot. But they they sometimes don't see that. You know yeah. it it's because of what they've gone through in their lives mm-hmm. and that's truly understandable. Whoever is lighter than them has more privilege. Yeah. And so that was instilled so much and, and instilled in me since elementary school yeah. that I went to middle school saying, no, I'm not, I'm not going to be that. I'm going to change who I really am mm-hmm. into somebody that they're going to really like, and it's going to be okay. Yeah. And I lost myself, really. I mm. went through times where I had to, like, speak a certain language in school yeah. and then turn it off when I got home. And if I was talking on the phone with my friends at home mm-hmm. and my parents would hear that and they'll look at me and be like, like my mom would always tell me, don't you start changing who you are. Like, that was always her thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and I've always also heard, you know, people make comments like, um, 
this uh, it's a Spanish phrase. Eh, dime con quién, oh, con, con quién anda y, y te diré quién eres. Yes. Type thing. So yeah. I would hear that all the time, and it's like <laughs> I already know you're telling me to be me. Yeah. But there was no way that me at 10, 11 years old can explain to yeah. my parents. I, I, or I could have, but I didn't think yeah. they'd understand that I was going through an identity crisis mm -hmm. because I was being picked on yeah. and made fun of. And I was changing who I was to fit the norm, to fit what my peers wanted me or not wanted me to be, but, you know, just change for my peers. Yeah. And so in this world, there's people marked by such negative Uh, connotation from an early age that affects them later on in their lives mm -hmm. and it's so important to understand that yes. you know we there there's so much power in the tongue there really is there is there is because <laughs> when you mark somebody with with something mm -hmm. negative you don't think that that's going to impact them but it affects them yes. so strong because i was affected by being called white girl Selena, Mexican, that impacted me. But there's people out here in this world, kids, yeah. right? Like, you know, that love boys, that love to dance in the church, to be, you know, in danza. And they're yeah. being, you know, told, oh, that's that's for girls. That's only you for, know, yeah. you know, guys don't do that. Guys play the drums. Guys play the piano. Mm -hmm. um, guys do something else. Guys preach dance. or this. You know, you're, when you're yeah. marking people negatively, mm -hmm. you are making them feel okay. Then if I can't be this because this is what I like and this is what I want to be, yeah. then I'm going to be something else that yeah. can do this. That can do that. Yeah. And um, mm. that's another topic for another day. Yeah. But I just just to shed light on it i went to a conference uh uh a little less than six months ago and um it was a christian conference and in the conference they were speaking about a biblical worldview and how the church tends to mark young men and young women yeah. that tend to show sort of some type of uh action or movement like the other sex for yes. example let's say a girl uh you know she she isn't a girly girl she actually likes to get her hands dirty she likes to you know maybe fix cars she likes yeah. to play with cars and mm -hmm. stuff like that you know that the church is so quick or people from the church religious people yes. are so quick to say eso para hombre que que la mujer no hacen eso uh -huh. you know women are in the kitchen and, and and this and that and you're marking them that yeah. that's not what women do that's not what women do and that's not what they want to do so they become what they can mhm mm try to do which mm. is become a man because yeah. they can fit into that yeah that's where then the enemy takes control of that mind yeah. unfortunately and changes them from the inside out to yes. the point where they then become attracted to the op you know to the, the same, same sex, sex yeah because they felt like they related to the opposite sex mm. more yeah and, and instead we should be <laughs> using you know seeing girls like that that like to get their hands dirty and say Girl, you are gonna be like amazing in the missionaries. Like you don't you don't know how much women like that are needed out there in the field. Yeah. There's women like you that are needed out there and and in these places like in, in Nicaragua and Honduras to serve and get their hands dirty out in the mission field. Change it up. Don't yeah. mark them negatively. Change it up and turn it positive. It's okay to get your hands dirty, girl, because your husband is gonna love you. You're gonna help your husband fix his car. <laughs> You're gonna help your yes. husband, um, you know. Maybe uh, build your own house. Build your own house. Yes. You know, if you change it up and you you turn it into a positive uh, way or, or turn it in a positive way, yeah. it makes them, wow, girls can do this. Girls mm -hmm. can get their hands dirty, exactly. you know, or vice versa, guys, you know, if there's a, a guy that likes to cook in the kitchen, 
Mm-hmm. But does that necessarily mean that they're going to be a woman or they want to be a woman? No. You look at that young boy that likes to be in the kitchen and you tell them, Papi, you are going to make a woman happy because women <laughs> yes. love men that cooks. Yep. By the way, I love a man that could cook. I'm just saying that if my <laughs> husband hears this podcast. <laughs> Um, Papi, you know, your wife, you're going to make her so happy because you like to clean the house. Yes. Women love men that can clean because there are women that like that. Hey, I know I'm one of them. I like a man that can cook and clean. Okay. <laughs> so it's so important for, for people to understand, yeah. like, man, if, if we were to really speak life into people, speak life into things, mm-hmm. we wouldn't kill it before it even starts exactly. to grow. Because I felt that as I was growing, my identity was being was being diminished. And when I got into high school, I continued that all the way up until my junior year. So from sixth grade to to 11th grade, what that's, you know, what, four or five years or so? And, or or six, I don't know. But I spent so long losing who I was, disliking the Hispanic culture. I don't want nothing to do with the music. You know, yeah. people would ask me, oh, have you heard this reggaeton song? And I'm like, oh, I hate reggaeton. Oh, like, I can't stand that music. I can't, you know, or salsa. Like, I didn't want nothing to do with my Hispanic culture. I wanted everything yeah. to do with what my peers were because I wanted to fit in so bad. I wanted to be like them so bad. I wanted to yeah. be liked. Um, and come my junior year, I just got so tired of the facade, the mm. fake, the fake mask that I was yeah. wearing. I got so tired of it. And I... The, the summer before my my senior year of high school, I began to just feel like, man, I want to be me. I mm. want to I want to be liked for who I am, not for who I'm pretending to be. Yes. And um, <laughs> I I went back to to being me. I let it all the facade go. I began to listen to Spanish music again, and I mm-hmm. began to like it. I found that, you know, I know how I had some rhythm in me. I can dance a little salsa, a little merengue, a little bachata. I, I felt yeah. like I connected with my, my culture again. My I culture. liked it. I yeah. was learning to speak more Spanish. And in letting that go, letting becoming who I was, mm-hmm. led me to to really find myself again and love myself again. That's, That's nice. why I don't say I lost my identity. I, I tell people I began to love <laughs> my identity because... Yeah, I lost myself. But the reality was I didn't love who I was. Mm. I wanted to be liked. Yeah. So bad that I was willing to not love who I was. Mm. And yeah. um yeah, that that <laughs> happens. I mean that It does. I mean, I think I think throughout the years um I kind of I kind of learned especially in high school um that in order to find yourself Mhm. You have to isolate yourself from a lot of things and people. Mm -hmm. And I've learned that when you decide, like, for instance, you say you started listening to Spanish music and Mm -hmm. all these things and you're learning all these things. Mm -hmm. That's you breaking out and saying, okay, I'm interested in wanting to know where, what's my family's background in some way, somehow. Because Mm -hmm. even now as an adult, um... I've decided I wanted to know my my heritage, mm-hmm. and I know I came to find out I you know my family is a mixture of Afro Latinos, mm-hmm. Taino Indian, mm-hmm. and to me that is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And just like the Bible says, I'm a child of God. Mm-hmm. 
Gasa is who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a woman. I'm strong. I am wise. I am her. I am her. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I am her. <laughs> but you know the you know it, sometimes you have to break out of what the world and what society says you should be, mm-hmm. and start to refocus yourself and start saying, "Who does God say I am? Mm-hmm. Who does God want me to be? Mm-hmm. Who did God create me? Yes, to be. Yes, I'm a woman. I like I like to get my hands dirty. Who am I? Well. I'm mm-hmm. I'm a missionary for God. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm a man. I like to cook. I like to clean. Who am I? Mm, exactly. I can be utilized in the church to clean and, and move the bancas and exactly. you know, cook for the needy. Mm-hmm. You know? There's just so many so many things. But people mark mark you yes. with such negativity. And and like you said, there's power in the tongue. There and is. the and I and that and that is a very, very strong statement because growing up I was picked on all the time. Mm-hmm. Back then growing up, I had vision problems. Right now you may not notice or know <laughs> this, but I wear contacts. Mm-hmm. But back then, growing up in elementary and middle school, I used to have these big, bulky, grandpa-looking glasses. <laughs> bifocal. Bifocal, <laughs> thick lens. And I used to be called names. Yeah. And that kind of, in a way, scarred me yeah. by the time I got to like high school mm-hmm. where I started to feel like... Ew, ugly. Like, and this ugly. And that. Like, oh my God, what guy's yeah. gonna want me? Like, mm, no. Uh, yeah. Or, you know, and then not only I had wear, not only did I have in the wearing big old bulky glasses, but I was also a plus size girl. So yeah. it's like, you, ha- I had like that double whammy mm-hmm. um, throughout elementary, middle school, and part of high school. Mm-hmm. And, you know, by the time I got to college, I can't, I, I feel like that's where I started to discover who I am yeah. and embrace who I am, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. And so we all have our time frames to yeah. discover who we are. But I can honestly say that you are a child of God. Amen. And if you are a child of God, then let's get on let's get on your knees, okay? Get mm-hmm. on your knees and say, God, I know I'm a ch- I'm your child, but who do you say I am? Yeah. Who do you need me to be? Mm-hmm. What did you create me for? What's my purpose? Yes. Yeah. And so I think that that's also another part of the identity where mm-hmm. we also have to confront ourselves. Yeah. And start asking those questions to God. Yeah. And allow God to start guiding guiding us. To our true purpose. To our true purpose. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Because as soon as I let go of the fake facade and I began to, to follow God more and actually take yeah. God more serious. Because mind you. My parents became pastors, um, I believe, smack in the middle of my seventh grade year, which is where I started lying about my identity. Yeah. (laughs) And so I was like living this one way in school, one way in church, and Mm -hmm. I wasn't taking God serious. I was just like, I was living my lie so bad that I was like, you know, church was just like a place to go and, you know, hang out with people and, and, you know, dance if they asked me to dance sing if they asked me to sing but i cared more about what people at school said about me yeah and when i stopped caring about what people said about Mm -hmm. me and started caring more about who i was and what god had to say about me yeah i let it go yeah and in letting that go i found britney i found me i found who i truly was awesome and once i came into my own i found my passion in god and that's that's pretty much i like beginning (laughs) 
that like my senior year of high school yeah. is when I began to actually be, you know, taken seriously. I was taking serious the worship team and yeah. singing. And then I eventually got a chance to lead my first song. And I found like, wow, this is amazing. This is what I love to do. I felt that burning passion for God again yeah. and found that burning passion for worship. And that led me into being a worship leader. Mm-hmm. And and so I found myself. I, I really did. So, you know, awesome. in there's just so many Bible verses and Bible stories about yeah. like identity because that's a whole, you know, like <laughs> preaching in preaching. its in itself. <laughs> but I just wanted to share what um what Jeremiah uh one five says, and it's before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Mm. And before you were born, I I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. Yes. So whoever is listening to this that feels like they've got, they've somewhat lost themselves. Mm. Um, you feel like you've been trying to be somebody else for other people and you're not living for you. Mm. You're not feeling like mm-hmm. you're you. Know yes. that God formed you. Yes. He formed you. <laughs> he knew you before you were born. Mm-hmm. That means that he knew, he knows everything about you. Yes. And it's not too late to go back to him and say, God, help me find me yes. and love me and love my identity. I love it. Um, because God appointed us for a special purpose. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the world tries, to, the enemy, um, the enemy tries to strip us from that. Yes. Because he wants us to be everything contrary to what God created us to be. Exactly. And that's what was happening to me. I was everything contrary to what God called me. God made me an American Hispanic with curly hair, beautiful skin color, you know, and here I was trying to be somebody completely different, Mm -hmm. hating my curly hair, trying to get rid of my curly hair to, Mm. to, to, to do other hairstyles Mm -hmm. and put all this gel and spritz and all this stuff to be somebody else. And the Lord, that's not who he created me to be. He created me to be this. And in this, I'm beautiful. In this, Mm -hmm. I am whole. In this, I am me. Mm. So to conclude, you know, be who you really are. Yes. Love yourself. Embrace the you in every season you find yourself in. Know that you're a strong woman or man. Know that the troubles that you're facing in life, the troubles that you are facing mm. basically is making is making that brave soldier, mm. that warrior. Yeah. Because troubles come into our lives, but they build a stronger character. They build mm. a stronger you. Mm-hmm. You're beautiful in your own way and in your own lane, okay? Yes. Because God set you apart, that he set us apart. He didn't set me to be like Jackie. Right. He didn't set Jackie to be like Brittany. Mm-hmm. He set us to be completely different. Yes. Know your identity. Know that, you know, whether you change your hair color, you know, you add some lashes, you add some makeup, you add some hair extensions, you cut your hair, that's fine. Yeah. But the you that you really are is even better. Yes. So with that, we conclude with our favorite affirmation. I am beautiful. I am strong. I am whole. I am forgiven. I am loved. I am her. God bless you. God bless.